Question Podcast. Hello and welcome to Big Question Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us today is Liam. Hello. Kat. Hello. Gary. Hello. Maria. Hi. And me, Pete. So, do you reckon all the actresses who advertised Oil of Ule, or Ole, depending on what country you're in, in the 1960s are all now dead? Do you think their quest for youth worked out for Was them? Oil, of, Oil of Ole out in the 60s? Actually, I did no research on this question, <laughs> so I've got no fucking idea. I, I assume so. Well, when you assume, you make an arse of you and me. <laughs> and as we know, that leads to lots of anal, so... <laughs> Um, yes. I, Everyone quickly gonna, Google it. Yeah, oh, quickly yeah, Google Oil of Ule 1960s. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Oil of Ole, according to the Wikipedia entry, has been around since 1952. I am right. All yes. bow down to me. And the tagline was ageless. Ageless. Mm. So, the quest for youth for all them dead whores. Oh, are you calling models whores? <laughs> yep. Why would that be? Um, well, they're being all whorish and stuff. Yeah. What, are they having money for sex? I thought they just modelled. Are you saying <laughs> the skeleton if he'd used oil of Ule, he'd be fine. It's too yeah, late that might have regenerated. No yeah. skin. Skin face, yeah. His, his bones were looking very smooth and youthful. I should point out that Maria just killed a mosquito, just, which is not very vegetarian of her. I caught it, and I put it out in the garden. If you killed it, you should eat it. I did. Yeah. You should peg it. I would just like to clarify I did not kill the mosquito. Peter Martin was trying to kill it. What I did was I caught it and then I took it outside you know in the what? garden they, they and set die. it free. Because do you know, the most out of everyone who, in the world in history who has ever died, the biggest cause of death was diseases spread by mosquitoes. Did really? You know that? Yeah, Little yeah but then why do they exist? God's a prick. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they exist? Saying... Assumes that evolution yeah. has any kind of plan. You know, there's whatsoever. an angry god because of nettles <laughs> and what? Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, I'm sure they play a part somewhere in the food chain. I'm sure they do. Mm. They're food for fish or frogs, aren't they? The thing is, though, or we... lizards or some such well, thing. I don't think everyone. I, I don't, don't think we need predators. I mean, everyone, all animals get eaten by something or killed by something. Maybe mm. that's just our predator. I think, it's, yeah. I think it's too simplistic an understanding. They've just managed to evolve to the point where actually they can, you know, generate mosquitoes faster and then they die off. Yeah. And what, what better way than controlling, you know, the survival of the fittest by making everybody else sick? I think more than mosquitoes, <laughs> why do cockroaches exist? Would because be because of because you can't yeah. kill them. Yeah, they can't yeah, so why, yeah, but they why don't do they, exist they don't, for a reason. They're just really just hard to stop about. existing. Yeah, they've come about and they seem to have got a unique combination of features, which means they can survive anything. Largely for Big banter, dicks. I think. Big dicks included, and mm. nuclear war, and Great. microwaves. Apparently, you can put them in the microwave and they don't die. Great right. pianists as well. Pianists. Pianists. So when you say cockroaches are great pianists, individually or collectively, <laughs> are they like, you know, there's 88 keys on a grand piano. I just Do I they just, take a key each? I'll be honest, I just said something silly. Oh, okay. How many cockroaches do you think will take, take to, to change a, a light bulb? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Several. Several. 88, <laughs> they'd, be, they'd have long enough to live to do it. Um, it depends on the novel as well, of course. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking Fifty Shades of Grey, half a cockroach. If we're talking 1984, maybe 1,984 of the fuckers. I personally don't think cockroaches bring joy to anyone's life whatsoever. And therefore, 
evolutionarily speaking, they should have died out by now. But then again, other things must eat them, right? So to their lives, like some kind of bird or something? I don't know. They're tasting fucking morsels. Yeah, they're probably like, shit, I've got another ten today, that'll keep me living for another week. London's chicken shops will be nothing without cockroaches. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. And there's like 20,000 of them. (laughs) 11 billion of them. I think the thing I just come back to is that they don't need a reason to exist. They can just exist. That's Mm. fine. We don't have a reason to exist, do we? That is true. We're not cockroach shaming on this podcast. No, exactly. I I have lots of reasons to exist. It's generally fucking and fighting. Why does does anyone on this planet need to exist? No one deserves to exist. This is too deep. So anyway... Oh, I love you, Lee. <laughs> no. anyway. So, on Good Friday in 1930, the BBC reported there is no news. Instead, they played piano music. Um, that's penis f- music? P- penis music. Okay. Um, when was the last time that you felt like it was a slow news day? Yeah. So, uh, interesting, interesting side note to all of this. Do, does everyone listen to Simon and Garfunkel from time to time? No. Mm. Yes. Yes. Do you know the song Silent Night by them? Mm, where they had yes. their singing Silent yes. Night, yeah. and it's uh, there's a newsreader in mm. one channel. Do you know there's an actor? That's not a real news news ah. service. I found that out about three years ago. That it is, they are. It's an amalgamation of several different news stories over about a three year period. I feel and like it's not for, it's not for real. <laughs> for so many years, I thought that was for real. <clears throat> Nice. It's an amazing album. It's like nice. a beautiful album. I've it's got that album as well. Album. It's beautiful. Yeah. But That's it is mine. not It is not That's a for real. It's mine. You've got the greatest hits as the actual album. It's from Japan. See? This is my one. <gasps> oh, yeah. You can actually read it in Japanese. Writing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Hmm. That's very fancy. Yeah. Simon Sun and Garfunkel Sun. I mean, it's interesting that we sort of don't live in a news cycle that would allow a slow news day. There's always something to talk about because people decide the stories, a a significant portion of the stories are decided months in advance. Like uh, so many of them kind of human interest stories. Mm. They're not news. They're just, that's just the right time to talk about them. Fist on the table again. BBC, you need to take note. Not everyone likes sport. I'm sick to the fucking back teeth of the Olympics and I don't want to watch BBC Breakfast every morning when it's just Olympic news. That isn't news. That's some someone that just won a fucking race. That isn't news. That hasn't changed the world. That's not important. It doesn't affect my life. It doesn't affect the lives of almost everyone on the planet except for that person and maybe their family. So where is my actual news? There's... I'm so angry. <laughs> I was doing a because this is what I do in my spare time. Um, an analysis doing of when the people actually demanded the Olympics, <laughs> and Robot Wars is having fifty percent the interest the Olympics does. And I've always been a big fan of Robot Wars. Oh. And I don't know whether that's a reflection of you know UK's interest in Robot Wars now because it has been a while and it's a fucking great show. Or the fact that people don't care about the Olympics, but I see, I feel that the Robot Wars deserves at least fifty percent of the coverage the Olympics is getting right now. Mm. Yes, no, it needs to happen. Craig Charles hosting Robot it. Wars. Yeah, I was. Sorry. I, I like the. Um, no, acquitted. Um, there was never any evidence. Right. Well, <clears throat> I, I can't speak. Him, mate. Like, <laughs> no. well, I can't, I can't speak to a trial. He was acquitted. Yeah. Doesn't mean he didn't. Do He's it. from Liverpool, <laughs> isn't he? You know, he's like. <laughs> it all happened in some sort of weird red dwarf subplot where we went back in time and corrected everything and everything was fine. <laughs> I have to say, something <laughs> just came up behind and sat on the shoulder and went, 
Dumb Raper, mate. <laughs> I know he come back to haunt you. As an interesting side note, like the Craig Charles <laughs> rape accusation existed before the internet age. So it was really, really strange because like we were watching Red Dwarf and we had some awareness that he was going through a, a rape trial and never found... I only found out like 15 years later that he was actually acquitted. I never knew at the time, even though I liked it. Because that's just what the world was like before the internet. Wait, he went through it again, didn't he? Um, didn't I he disappear so. from Coronation Street for a bit? Yeah, oh no, something. didn't he get busted for coke? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe not the raping. Maybe it was the, the, the nose plans. <laughs> it was a very unfunny episode of Red Dwarf, I must say. <laughs> not the nose plans. It was all drawn in pictures as well. It was really, like, really awkward it was art. definitely cold outside and there was no kind of atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey Right, okay, first question for the night. What do you think society would be like without men's innate desire to fight and fuck everything that moves? Wonderful. I think, I think society wouldn't have progressed. Right, okay, so just before we, we really go on here, the two other men in the room, do you actually accept my premise that you have a strong underlying desire to impregnate everybody and fuck everyone up? With your fist. Yeah, can you? Can I'm, you? Can I'm you, looking you, at your eyes right now, Peter yeah. Martin. I just thinking about I just wish our genetics weren't the same. <laughs> I, I grew out of it. I used to I used to beat people up and sex all the time. In that order. What beat them up and then sex them? Yeah, yeah. No, I'll teach them a, yeah, I'll teach them a real lesson. I have I have no, no girls though. <laughs> I have no violent urges. But I think I have twice as much urge to impregnate everybody. Uh, I think you're the only yeah. person who I'm... nearly got into a fight on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see about violent urges. Yeah. I do find my centre of gravity changes if I don't have sex because of blue balls. <laughs> and that makes me angry. Well, surely you masturbate, Liam. Well, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm wearing my pants now, but, you know, let's see how the podcast goes. It's not <laughs> enough. You have to get the poison out somehow. It's not enough. <laughs> not enough. Do you think men feel shame or guilt because of these feelings that they cannot control? No. 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 <laughs> Not in any way. I think the way to sum it up is that like, a lot of guys will just go and shag someone just to get it out and not tell anyone. And there's like, people like have like a standard that will tell you about. Yeah. But then guys yeah, will just I do see. stuff for like, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I tell yeah. you about all of them. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. really that ashamed. No. <laughs> but why, but how, how is, because guys masturbate so often. Mm. Like, can't you just masturbate? Ten times a day. Can you give me five minutes, to, by the way? <laughs> can you, can you, why do you have to then find someone to fuck? Can you not just masturbate for the rest of it's your not life? The same. I could masturbate 100 times a day. If you, if you and just, then I would, yeah. leave, I would leave the house and I would see somebody attractive and I would still think about giving <laughs> them children. There's an, there's an element <laughs> of, like, of, of disgusting yourself afterwards. Like, that was fantastic. You look down and you go, my life is a shambles. <laughs> it's like, she looks Chris like is, the kind of girl I could... Have bring up one of my offspring in a council house. <laughs> do you think it's an innate part then of being a man where you, how do I phrase this? Um, you cannot help but objectify women around you all the time. And does that happen? Yeah, because so, you constantly you think I was on the tube today doing it, thinking I mean, I'm wrong. I, you know, this is, this is actually really shitty what I'm doing. What I'm thinking is really shitty, but I'm still doing it. Like, I, like mm. it's just, it is like this weird background, uncontrollable That's urge. That's the thing, like, as someone who is like, I would describe you as a metrosexual kind of modern... Fancy. Fancy man. Mm. Like, does that jar with the fact that you have these underlying 
urges that That's go against That's a really weird thing. The kind no. of equality and sex, you know. It, it's the strangest thing because I know exactly what you mean by that. Yeah. I'm like, no. Which is ridiculous in itself that, like... Mm. He's got an urge. <laughs> yeah, the, sorry, a cat just ran in the room. <laughs> Looking for puss there. <laughs> I, I, spe- I literally <laughs> spent the I literally spent the journey on the Victoria line, trying not to look at the two people directly in front of me. Mm. Well, they hot though, yeah. mate. Mm. <laughs> kind, you know, they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> but then, as a woman, I I still I mean, there were guys. There's a guy actually on the train coming down here who I was checking out because he gets my bus sometimes and he's pretty hot. Um, so obviously, I was sitting there idly having like probably fairly dirty thoughts about him. But is it different? My my belief is man. my my belief is that what goes through my head mm-hmm. is an order of magnitude greater than what goes through your head, mm. and I would expect that the two other men in the room would corroborate mm. this. That like mm. it's it's just literally every single person I see on the street. Oh, okay. you, whereas you're like, I well, hope, not. I hope he cleans up the sink after he has a shave. <laughs> No. I, I, no. I, I hope you put a wash on once a week and hang it up. No, that women also have the ability to look at men as sex objects and to mm. objectify them and think, <laughs> you know, like starving, like this, right. But, right, right this, can this I, just, can I say it's actually not, I'm overstating it to say it's okay. everybody on the street. Right, mm. okay. But it's such a large percentage See, of people. See, for me, it's not like, like most men. Most men, I wouldn't think that about. Um, but then you. Uh, I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know if I could put a number on it, but a f- maybe a few each day if I'm lucky. Um, it might be a hundred. Wow, me. that's a lot. Really? Yeah. I'd be Jesus. lucky if I find one guy that I've yeah, thought like, about every day. One guy you haven't dated, Maria. Yeah. So maybe, so maybe it's the quantity of women then versus quantity of men. I, I view it as a curse. Personally, I, I would switch it off if I could. I mean, I would completely switch off all sexual desire if I could. Do you know, like, a lot of paedophiles say that? That they want to stop... No, I'm not even, like, this is genuine. No, I'm just saying, there is... That is something that a lot of paedophiles will say. They don't want to act on their urges and they hate the way that it's in their head all the time Mm. and they would rather switch it off. That's genuinely... I'm I'm not really making a point there. I just thought it was interesting what you said. I mean, their experience... I mean... To me, in that, a lot of ways, that's not very surprising because they know that whatever they think about is not accepted by society mm-hmm. and will never be accepted by society. So it is, it is absolutely a curse to them. Whereas, mm-hmm. like stuff I think about, is actually completely in the boundaries of legality. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, I would hope so. Uh, well, it depending is depending on what you think about. Thought crime. <laughs> oh, I want to go and download some movies off the internet with you. But my my, uh, you know, I, I go back to the original point. My belief is um, that I have, there's nothing weird about what I'm thinking. That is normality to the mm. kind of male end of the species. But you it don't is... find that it kind of, um, I suppose, let's take a work environment, for example. Like, would you not find that there was a conflict between the fact that there are peop- women around you who are people that you know um, and whatnot and you have a professional relationship with versus your little your id is it the id mm-hmm. the little bit of the part yeah. of your brain which is the bit that the inner child or whatever. your lizard brain your, yeah that is basically saying fuck everyone fuck them all i mean i say that but not from a sexual standpoint just from <laughs> an anger standpoint i know i have that mostly from an anger yeah. standpoint yeah but all right but like, i also impregnate this is this is going this is what i actually think that i may cut this out <laughs> but i, I delved al- too deep i actually this is one of the few things that like 
I don't even feel comfortable sharing with people around me. Okay, share it then. Every single time I stand at a tube station, I think, I, I could just jump in front of that. Do you know what? Every I, single time. The tube, I, what? Yeah. You jump in front of the tube? No, no. Every, every single time I'm in a position where I could say jump in front of a train I have or jump off thing. a bridge or something like that yeah it just is in my head i, I just the think same it. thing i don't think that's well maybe it is unusual or maybe it's or you know, know i have that too i do you have I, that I, I'm every in a time a lot of the time but not because it's just like what if my brain just kind of goes what if you jump now or what if you just push that lady or what yeah, if you, no, no, no. What what if you tripped up say. that man like I suddenly think like what if in a split second of someone walking past me I just stick my leg out and then watch them fall over and I'd feel terrible yeah. but I, I what could, if I just for that, that second person. yeah I could stab that person I could, it all I just could goes do through that yeah no, it does day. me as well is it just us <laughs> maybe I go upstairs and go to the bathroom <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I have that. I know I do we need that. to say goodbye at the end. No, but like to, to genuinely, does really no one else experience this apart from me and Kat? Well, I would say totally this is my inner It's my inner child just thinking, what if I did yeah. that? What yeah, if no, I just, Every time I get on a plane, this, I think, what would happen if I flew this into the World Trade Center? No, but this is why I'm asking if this is a recurring thought or if it just. Because I occasionally, I'm not saying it happens all the time, but sometimes, yeah. I do wonder, it's like, what would happen? Like, sometimes if I'm <laughs> I'm in a conversation, and this is probably, I shouldn't say this out loud in a podcast, sometimes when I'm in a conversation with people, in my head, I'm just like, what if I just slap this person <laughs> right now? <laughs> like, I what if that. I just slap them and <laughs> legged it? Well, how it, would it end? Yeah. Do you know, like, what? just random in my head, trying to you know, figure out what would be random ways in which this situation I'm in could play out. Yeah. So I do have those thoughts, but yeah. it's not always on my mind. It happens sometimes. What you're describing, I think, every single day that I'm alive. Every single <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, probably I do. Not every- constantly, but I probably do it quite a bit. Like, if I'm in a really boring meeting, I'm like, what would happen if I just climbed on the table right now? Or, like, what would happen if I just got up and walked out? Like, what, did I just, like, weird, stupid shit? Or, like, I just... Just because, I just kind of think, what would happen if, right. like, I went up to that guy and just like started snogging him? What would happen? Like, I just like so, to think I, of what what would. I don't yeah. think I don't <laughs> think what would happen. I think I could do that. I want see. I although it's you know much less severe, but it was much closer to actually happening. Is that I did a, I was leading quite a big project in in work, and eventually it got to the point where they would release it, and I was no longer the project. It was just live in in the workplace. And I really considered having one party popper in my pocket <laughs> for, when, for when they said, yeah, yeah well, well, well um, we've got all permission and the system seems to be in place and, and yeah, we'll, we'll go live with this. I really want to have one party popper and just kind of... <laughs> and not, not like smile or make a dance or anything, just pop it. Let it land on the table and be like, all right, not so we're going live. <laughs> Super sarcastic party popper. Yeah. I, I honestly wish I'd done it because I think that... The, the person that I am in work, I could probably get away with it. And, and, and they'd be like, oh, fucking, this fucking idiot. He's always doing something just stupid. Um, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, like you say, just, just doing something just completely out of the norm. Yeah. Just, mm. to, just to see what would happen. Just, yeah. I, I mean, maybe everybody may, must, must consider it. Maybe it is not a male trait, because Kat experiences no, all these same things. I definitely do that. No, I, um, I, I, well, maybe I'm sure I'm just everyone a man in this room <laughs> does. I think it's just varying frequency and different kinds of situations. I, I feel like I'm going crazy every day, though. 
like go kind of thinking about these things yeah i don't feel like i'm going crazy but it's certainly something that i feel like i feel like i have like my inner child is just too much like it just constantly wants to do what it wants to do and it constantly is like i'm bored i'm hungry and it's like i, I need to i need to adult more but it's really hard and boring and i prefer not i remember this is going back 12 years i think 12 years. So Peter Martin was 46. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The youthful Peter Martin. <laughs> when Peter Martin was under Evergreen. 30. Um, about 27, something like that. Mm. Um, I went to... Uh, so on a Sunday in Manchester, I did a load of drinking in the middle of the day because mm-hmm. I used to know loads of trans people. Day drinking. Day drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and nice. in the evening, I was going to see a band called The Tears. I don't know if anyone remembers The Tears. The Tears were... Tears for Fears. No, te- I like Tears for Fears. <laughs> the Tears sh- or The Tears? The Tears. Was it, was it the, 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 the band after Tears for Fears split up? No. So you had Tears and then you had <laughs> and for Fears. The other two were <laughs> Fears. Yeah. But I, I, have a, I have a lot of love for Tears for Fears. I think they're a really good band. But no, the Tears were Brett Anderson and Bernard Butler, who were both in Suede oh, at one point. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And they made an album together, and it was... It's all right. It's, it's actually not that great. awesome. Mm. So anyway, I went to this gig at the Manchester Academy, um, and I was hammered. By eight o'clock, I was absolutely hammered, and I was kind of swaying a little bit, and I was in the audience, and I was swaying, and there was, and usually I've got such a bad memory when I drink, but I remember this really vividly, that like I kind of was swaying in such a way that I kind of leaned into somebody ahead of me, like three times, and then they kind of turned <laughs> around and gave me some aggro, like they wanted to have a fight with me, and I just remember thinking at the time. I could just punch from the back of the head because they turned back round. Yeah. I could punch from the back of the head and you'd hit the floor. You'd have no <laughs> fucking chance. The reality of course, of course, is I was fucking obliterated. <laughs> and this guy would have leveled me with no chance of no hassle at all because like I can't fight for shit. But I was just I just it's this background noise. And I know Gary kind of experiences this, and I don't think I experienced this violent urge that much. But it's still definitely there. Mm. It, it doesn't. It doesn't completely escape. I, me. I have to fight it. When I was when I was seventeen, eighteen, I used to go out looking for fights. I did. Are you serious? I was really. Well, good there was at nothing it. else to do in South Wales. I, was, I honestly. Were you having? Honestly, <laughs> were you to, also having a lot of sex at the time? No sex. Yeah. Mm. So I used to go out looking looking for fights. I was really good at it. I won every single one of them. So I, it just the, the problem is it compounded because you went. Well, I beat up like fucking half the people in this pub anyway. I might as well beat this cunt up as well. And it's like it's like you're invincible, but then like in retrospectively now, I just look back on that guy and think like, you are a fucking cunt. Like, what use are you to bizarre. society? You're no one. And what? it's just yes. Why is there a dating app for that? that? There should be like some sort of like aggressive dating app for that. Fighter. Like, fighter. Yeah. Like, like looking for fights fighter. around your area. Fighter. Like, like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a 29 year old. <laughs> 20, uh, Welsh man with a chip on yeah. his shoulder a mile away from you it's like hey come fight me you up <laughs> the thing is though when you, when you get to anywhere into your 20s fighting becomes serious and dangerous mm. you know like when you're 17 you can just you can beat anyone mm. up they'll be alright you'll be alright yeah. everything's fine when you get into your 20s somebody hits you in the face you're like I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to have stitches. I'm gonna have a fucking scar. 
Like you've you've broken a bone in me because yeah. you're a grown up and you hit really hard. This is this is a really poor. But choice. it goes in age as well because younger it's more about like little push fights. Yeah. So no, no one wants to be that. And in the twenties it's like it's fist to the face. And then as you get older, the fights get a bit more like the punches miss the head. Yeah. And you know, I, I think lots of people back out of fights mm. um, when you you're, when you're older. Think. No, I never mm. do. So it's um, mostly like the posturing. No, 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 but loads of people will, will chat Avoid. shit at you in your face yeah. Yeah. up until the point where it's like, okay, well, let's do this. And they're like, are you, yeah. are you stupid? <laughs> we're not, not going to actually fight. You basically need like a wingman to hold you back. It's like no, starting a day, very Some similar. people don't actually notice when people are trying to start fights with Like, like Pete, well. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and, that, and that deflates it altogether because they're like, hang on, I don't really understand. I'm trying to start a fight with this guy. He doesn't really even understand what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's really, it's really odd and I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. That no fighting to anyone. It's as Shit. a woman, that would literally never even occur to me. The only fighting I've ever done was with my brother when we were like children and teenagers until he got a bit bigger than me. And yeah. Then he could kick my ass and then we stopped fighting. I once once punched a guy in the face not many years ago in a in a in a club because he oh, pinched awesome. my bum. Did you so I just hand? turned around and I just That is how I would react. Well, I kind of just now. hit him on the face. I didn't really like knock him out or anything, but I, I did get into a fight. Did you get your bum back afterwards? <laughs> he just Wait. pinched it. He didn't take it. So, so <laughs> I'm making a joke about language. So he, so he pinches your ass, you punch him in the face, and what, that's the end of it? Or does he go, right, well, fucking, we're going. No, yeah. no. We're going to get married I think, now. I think, <laughs> I think he just backed out, uh, back, backed off, and then my friends pulled me away as well. And everyone was like, but Maria, you should have just walked away. You should have ignored it. I was like, no. No fucking way I would have ignored that. That's not acceptable. And people need to fucking know that. And if a punch is what it takes to set one guy straight, I'm willing to take that. I would do that now. I didn't when I was younger just because you get kind of... When you're younger and you don't really understand, you just think, oh, it's something I have to put up, to, have to put up with. But now I'm a reawakened feminist. I'm like, fuck that shit. I if anyone touches that. me, they're going to get their fucking nose broken. A born-again feminist. I'm a born-again feminist. It's that yeah. initial reaction, though, that, that lets it happen. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If every time you pun- pinched a girl on the ass. She fucking knocked you out. <laughs> how many how many girls would get pinched on the ass? Like exactly. not many. That's the point. These <laughs> men need to be fucking told. No, exactly. if, if violence is your Surely only the way lesson happens. here is you all need to hit back more often. Well, yeah, but the tr- well, okay. In, <laughs> all, all jokes aside, all right. All jokes aside, though. Uh, stop it. All jokes aside, most of the time it's not really safe to do so because if a guy is going to be that much of a cock and you're going to hit also, him, he's probably going to try and hit you back or mm, abuse you, you know, or some shit or you know. You have to know you're in a safe environment. Yeah. I wouldn't do it for a Women know your limits. And also guys, I think, maybe need to take a bit more responsibility as well. It shouldn't always... I mean, exactly. I don't want to hit people. I try to avoid that as much as I can. But maybe just don't come up to a complete stranger mm. and, and pinch them on the ass. No, no, no like, the, the problem, don't get me wrong, the problem <laughs> is guys pinching girls on the ass. Yeah. The problem is not girls <laughs> hitting them for doing it. No, no. Um, it's just like, you know... Mostly, yeah. <laughs> It's. I'm pretty sure girls wouldn't be this aggressive towards guys if they just didn't yeah. take liberties exactly. with what they can do to complete strangers. Exactly. You wouldn't walk up to a guy in the bar and pinch his bum and say, hey, exactly. oi, mate. And then expect to get away with that yeah. without getting smacked in the face. So why do you think you can do it to a girl? To a girl. If, there's, if there's not a sexual connotation to it, in a world How where... How would there not be? In, well, in a world where there isn't, 
Where everybody, where everybody just pinches each other's ass. Yeah, but for that fun. isn't the world. Maybe yeah, but there is a was? universe out there <laughs> where that's what how they say hello. Pinched each other's ass for fun all the time, and everybody was like, "Ha ha ha!" Well, then no that wouldn't be a thing. That'd be alright, wouldn't it? Maybe, maybe that'd a be universe... a world without male. Mm. Uh, yeah, maybe that's, that's how it. A world that's... without patriarchy. Yeah. That's Maria's alternate anal world. I can make the cocktails bad for a weekend, so it's gonna be forever. Ask your fucking question, you massive cunt. <laughs> I'm going to ask this one. Do it. Oi. Don't even let him ask it. How close to your real persona do you think you are on this podcast? Gary? Why me? I feel like different versions of this question have already been asked before. Nope. Yes. Never. I feel like I've been asked this question before on the podcast that we did at Cats, where everyone was like, are you like this back home in India as well? And we went into that weird kind of, okay, why is everyone interested in knowing what I'm like back in India? India's not your, um, I bet it was Karen who set that off. Yeah, yeah. She's normally meant to ask, like, prying, probing questions. Um, It's fine, I'm pretty much the same. She's a psychologist, yeah. Um, I'm pretty much the same back home as well, but yes, sorry, right. Gary. Yeah, whatever. I, hang on, he's <laughs> volunteered me to answer the question. I think I'm exactly the same. This is me, normal. This is yeah, it's not. It's Just more not. drunk than me, than normal. You are a heavy exaggeration of your real self. <laughs> <laughs> as am I. As am I. Yeah. Although um, I, I, I would overshare in real life too. I think that sometimes on the podcast I share things that sober Pete might hold back. Drunk Pete doesn't hold back. No. <laughs> but most of you don't experience Drunk Pete outside of the world of podcasting because we generally get together to podcast and don't often see each other outside of the podcasting kind of world. I think only because if we're all together, probably should Why podcast. wouldn't we podcast? Yeah. Yeah. The gold. Yeah. We've got to capture the gold. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's, I am, yeah, I'm, it's a lot of people don't like me. It, the honest truth is a lot of people don't actually really like me that much. And it's because I share too much and I ask difficult questions and I'm argumentative, just like I'm on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think all them things are charming, of course. Yeah, obviously. I, it I, seems to me that not everyone does. I'd agree. I'm, I'm basically the same. Just, uh, just exaggerated, really. Just angry about things. Like, in my head, I'm angry about them in real life, but out loud, I'm angry about them on the podcast. That's all it is. I suppose on the podcast as well, we ask questions that we would normally not ask anyone in waking life. So maybe that just brings out a... And also, we wouldn't discuss these things with, you know, about 70% alcohol running through our veins. (laughs) So I reckon in that sense, it's all a bit exaggerated, Mm. isn't it? In it. In it. In it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, on on kind of a slight extension to this question, I suppose, would be who in your life do you think does see closest to the real you as opposed to the persona that you have at work or on the podcast? I would say George Clooney. (laughs) (laughs) He he gets the real me. He gets gets the real me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a hard question. Oh, I think I think the horrible reality is nobody sees the real you 
everybody sees a constructed version of you. I agree. Even the people closest to you only really see what you want to show them. Mm-hmm. Um, which essentially means that we are all deceiving our, our nearest and dearest on a daily basis. And we shouldn't feel bad about it, I don't think. But then I'm really conflicted with that. Mm. Maybe we should. Well, Especially bringing Freud into it, which I seem to have been doing a lot this podcast, <laughs> I'm not sure why. The, the notion of Freud was that you have the, the ego and the superego and the id, and then you have like something that goes over that, which is like your filter for decent society. You have to hide all those thoughts mm. and those, like the, the inner child thoughts. You have to put something over that. And then I suppose with your closest friends, maybe you can strip it back a bit, but then you're at work and you have to put a few more layers on. Yeah. Except you and don't. You don't really Except I don't at work. I yeah. should. And the truth is, all of us have a very inherent, inbuilt, darker side to us, which is which we obviously repress a lot because of, Mm. you know, what society dictates Mm -hmm. as acceptable behavior. And that's a side that almost no one, no one ever has access to, Mm. including yourself, because those are thoughts that we repress on a daily basis. The whole thing about you know, slapping someone, even something as simple as slapping someone, thinking about slapping someone and then just running away. That's like, you know, that's like, that's that's the start to a very violent, <laughs> violent behavior. And if there were no consequences, if there was no morality associated with it, I'm pretty sure all of us in mm. here wouldn't think twice about punching someone in the face no. for no reason mm. whatsoever. Because, I mean, I'm sure that would feel good. Right. Yeah. That's why I can't go back to church again. <laughs> <laughs> all the slapping. Yeah. <laughs> all the slapping in the face. <laughs> the main thing that stops me is the fear that I will break my hand doing it. And, you know, what the fuck am I going to wank with if I break my hand? <laughs> the other one? Well, no, I have no rhythm there. If you've no, got no just... nerve endings, it'll feel like someone else waking you off. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, He's going right. to go home and punch a wall now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's know. get your evening plan sorted out. <laughs> you definitely know. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't feel like it, but you'd know. There is that thing that some people say, if you lay on your arm for long enough and it goes dead and then you can use that, apparently it feels like someone else, but I think it just... (laughs) There's no precision when you try, believe me. Just hit yourself. No, you lean. You're you're cutting off the blood flow of your arm. I do that accidentally in my sleep sometimes and wake up with a dead arm and it just is horrible. You try and move it with the other arm because it's so Try and freak yourself off immediately. It just doesn't work. Is that what you do, Kat? No, I'm... No, <laughs> I don't. T- I don't do it deliberately. I just I sleep on my stomach sometimes and sleep with my arm underneath me and then wake up with a dead arm. But See, I can't get it. It is a thing that other people sometimes do. Yeah. I have heard. I do. I do. I, squ- I, I, I squash an arm underneath and I wake up. But you couldn't wank with it. I can't. I can't even move my fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what I do. Like, <laughs> grab one arm, just, just shake it around. around. <laughs> You're essentially doing a Donald Trump impression. Okay. You're a chicken. Yeah. Does that happen to guys when they sleep on their stomachs with their dicks? Oh yeah, does do, you dick dis- go to sleep? do your dick fall asleep? <laughs> do you know, my I, dick I, never falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> when I go on um, uh, on an exercise bike, my 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 dick goes. I get pins and needles in the end of my dick. It's really weird. Really? Yeah, the blood stops That's going. Really weird. And then when you get off, you're like. When you get off, or when you get off? Yeah, yeah well, which getting off are we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really odd. Really mm. weird feeling. Mm. Wow. That's never happened to me. Do I need to get pierced to experience that? Uh, probably need to get on an exercise bike. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zing. 
cunts. <laughs> There's nothing that says tingly cock like a good gem. No, exactly. Uh. What about you, Liam? Do you not do you do you get numb dick? Not, do you get not, dick paralysis? That, that's not, not the original question. No, but that's, that's that, the maybe. line of question yeah. we're going down. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had numb dick. No, no I've definitely had numb arm. I have numb leg quite a lot. I have this really bad habit of having a dead leg. And I'm worried should I check myself up. It's awful because like, people are like, hey, we're going over here. And you're like, give me five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise... And then you're like, they're like, why? I just can't get up. So no, I'm, I'm there is a, a story <laughs> attached to um, the time when me and Maria went on a date, which has been told on the podcast before, but it seems such an appropriate time to tell it again that we're going to have to. So, so when she was wanking you off in the toilet. <laughs> in a pub in Soho, yeah. which is where we went. I don't recall what it was called. The ship. The ship. On Wardour Street. Sadly missed. Mm-mm. There should be a blue plaque for our first date. Yeah. <laughs> first and last date. Um, Ayo. <laughs> so we, we were talking for about an hour, that'd be fair to say. Mm-hmm. And then I needed to go for a little wee-wee. As I do, you know. As I touched on before, as I touched on before, I need to wee wee fairly often, or I'll piss piss. Piss piss. So I tried to get up and go to the toilet, except my legs had fallen asleep. (laughs) (laughs) And this was an hour after his meeting, but I tried to stand up, and my legs had fallen asleep and gave way from under me, and I fell into the next table onto onto somebody. <laughs> there was spillage of wine. There's definitely alcohol spill. <laughs> it's so weird because, like, normally you do get some kind of warning that this is going to happen. But I guess I was just so impressed with how well the date was going. Um, I thought, I'm in here. <laughs> I, I wasn't. Um, I just forgot about all that and tried to stand up and just fell into the table <laughs> and it was rather embarrassing and we talked about this when we were talking about dating spikes if you remember that <laughs> yeah exactly the same thing like i just stood up and, and kind of wandered into somebody else's table so yeah dead legs how much wine had you had not really not that much like how many I've glasses had, I've, I've drank more wine now than All I right. drank at the time. Yeah. Mm. But I haven't tried to stand up for a while, so you know, who knows what would happen when I do try to stand up. You miss a perfect opportune line was like, I'm falling for you, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was falling for somebody in the next table yeah. Yeah. I found more attractive. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. It's time to shut this podcast down. Say goodnight, you cunt. Me? Yeah. Goodnight, you cunt. Say goodnight, you cunt. Good night, you cunt. Say good night, you cunt. Good night, you cunt. Say good night, you cunt. Say good night, you cunt. Good night. You cunt. Good night. Fuck you, Peter Martin. Yes. You cunt. Harambe. Harambe shot. Right, we're gonna we're gonna Holy start this shit. episode in a minute. Yes, I just I'm gonna pop this. Oh, but like it's hot. <laughs>
said the priest of the boy? <laughs> I'm gonna do a captive idiot. Yeah, fire. Hopefully you don't kill one of my princesses. <laughs> and you're gonna feel, you're gonna get to feel what it's like to be a man. <laughs> or pegged. <laughs> Unless you've been pegging people. <laughs> That's the pegging noise right there. <laughs> pegging. Pegging. <laughs> That's that's the noise when you actually you shot get your load through that. Again. When you get through that rectum. Is that the noise when you when you? Sorry, fuck it's, a girl the, it's the alcohol. <laughs> I'm being crude. That's, a, that's the noise when I fuck a girl every time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> Tears. Uh, oh God. I sometimes wonder how much lower we could sink on this podcast. <laughs> We're gonna find out one day. Yeah. Do you think there'll ever be a time when one of us will say something or bring up a topic where it'll be like, actually, that's not okay? I fucking hope so. (laughs) I I think we already did that in our very first episode. Not after the very first episode. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Yeah, that's the only thing that ever crossed the line that can never be released. It sounds really tame, by the way, you know. I've listened to it recently. It's really tame. It's not. We could release it. I'm sorry, it's child. We're talking about. Raping a child. <laughs> That's yeah. not really What was the would you rather is? What, would you rape a little no, Would you rather was, rape a little boy? Rather, no, it was, it was would you rather everyone in the world think that you had sex with a seven year old oh. or would you actually have sex with a seven year old but no one, no one find finds out. out? I'm sure that there was a question which was would you rather rape a little boy or a I little girl? I think we went down that and line. You, and oh, yeah. you yeah. said, like, you think a little boy could take it. <laughs> I did not <laughs> say yes, that. you did. And That's actually, for that question that you brought up, earlier your answer was basically well just roofie the kid and roofie yourself yeah. and no one yeah. remembers yeah. yeah but that's what i thought was like the kindest option <laughs> how is that kind you've just ruined a child's <laughs> life you could have said, it doesn't know what happened you could have said, i'm not comfortable answering this question <laughs> and uh, a group of rappers i presume they were they had ga- they had gangster clothes well, and black. hats on <laughs> No, so they I assumed you were the rapper. No, they were the rapper. a bunch of young men, they were probably rappers and they were gangster clothes. And they took off my things and they were trying to have their knees. They were smoking the ganja. Smoking ganja. Smoking that nasty smelling and ganja. They, and they went cycling past me round the bend. And they were like, yeah, bruv, yeah, there's fucking bitch and hoes and bitch and slags and, and drugs and bitches and guns and shit, bro. Yeah, blood, blah, blah, blah. And then they went round. But they went past this family of little kids. And they were like swearing their asses off. And one of the kids like immediately tried it. He was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and his mum was like, no, 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 by the way, there's some, there's some major rasters like next door. Like they've been having these amazing yeah. house parties. And, like I just want to join. <laughs> I hear them like they've they got like the other the window like. House but some guy just yelling over music, going, "Yeah, shout out to the band Van Cool." Yeah. I just want to go to this party. They, they bring like their own decks, and then yeah. people just sing over it and like properly sing. I want to take my copy of No Jacket Required by Phil Collins and wrap the fuck out of it. Blood clot Liam. <laughs> Throw in a studio crew. You'd be thinking twice, it'd be another day in paradise. You want to get yourself invited? How do you, how do you, 
And he gets up and invited. I've got some comical him. dreadlocks in my room with a hat. <laughs> that would probably be a good entry point. I've got a copy of Bob Marley's Legend that I've listened to a few times. <laughs> you also get to educate them on the ways of the big Phil C. Yeah, yeah. I'm from an island nation as well. <laughs> I love Phil Collins. I got a Sean Paul mask. (laughs) You'll be down with Shaggy. It wasn't me. It wasn't him. (laughs) And you can find us on bigquestionpodcast.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bigquestionpodcast or you can find us on Twitter at underscore bigquestionpodcast.com.